Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. In season two of Hacks and Hobbies, we're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life who want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. In this episode, I get to speak with Matt Bertram. He's a CPC or Mark, Matt Bertram. He's a trainer, author, and a local keynote speaker and a consultant in the digital marketing and social selling. Now, he's also a co-host for the most popular SEO podcast on iTunes and is also the CEO at eWeb Results, a very high-end internet marketing agency. He's definitely the best. Matt, thank you so much for taking out the time in your day and coming and talk to us and our audience on the podcast. No, thank you so much for having me. And there, you know, we have some construction going on at the office. I got potentially people walking in my office. So (laughs) you're getting it live and real. (laughs) Awesome. I love it. I love it. So what, what we just had a conversation in the green room is, you know, how we all get started. And the one story that I love to get first and out of the way, well, not out of the way, but it really sets apart to how we all ended up to where we are today. And looking at what you've been doing for the past many years, you know, you're a, you've got a amazing book out um, on Amazon. It's one of the best selling. You've got an amazing SEO podcast. I mean, how did it all start? You've got, you know, you've got a very strong standing in what you, your expertise is and what your team can do. But there has to be a starting point. You know, where did it all come from? No, the, the origin story for sure. Yeah. And, and I think that like a lot of people, you kind of fall into things, right? You don't, uh, I guess uh, now you can go to school to, to get a degree in digital marketing. Yeah. Uh, but, but when I graduated, there was a marketing degree, which I did get that. And I wanted to go, you know, in that direction, but there wasn't the specific specialty of internet marketing. It was kind of getting started. This was even, uh, before like AdWords, mm-hmm. uh, really got going. Yeah. Facebook was developed while I was in college. Um, you know, really started to see the power, uh, of that, uh, helped out run some, uh, uh, online or not online, but, uh, on campus, uh, congressional campaigns like yeah. so or or student body campaigns and then I did some congressional work and I started kind of leveraging social media at that point I won a a competition for a, a big pharmaceutical company that was promoting uh over-the-counter products it was actually for GlaxoSmithKline it was like like to get people to establish brand loyalty early like if you start using toothpaste in college you'll probably use it for you know the length of um you know your, your life exactly so, so I I uh, got involved in that program and I actually won that, but not only did I win it, I like quadrupled the sales production of the entire nation. So it was like 50 something people at all these wow. different schools. How did I do it? Right. They're mm-hmm. like, how did you do it? Well, <laughs> I did it through internet marketing. Right. And yeah. this was actually before AdWords. So what I did is I, I, and you and I were talking about some, you know, uh, 
programming stuff before UX UI, but I, yeah. I took a, a interface. I basically built a little API cause I was, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a little handy with the programming yeah. uh, to uh, a download. Like, so I was, I was giving out coupons and that's how they tracked it. Like the coupon code. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, so, so I built the interface for me to download them and manually pass them out where they could actually download themselves where it like had my login and then there was like big buttons and you could get your coupons for Aquafresh toothpaste or whatever. Yeah. And then I went around and got bandit signs like, you know, for like elections and, you know, buy this home. I think you've maybe seen some of that around. Yeah. I cut those in half. I bought the domain gotfreecoupons.com. I mm-hmm. wish I still owned it. I'm sure it's probably worth some money now. Yeah. And then basically... I just drove all the traffic to people that wanted like, like in college, you, you know, you want, you don't have any money. So, you know, you're looking for the deals on whatever. And it was like a dollar off on toothpaste. that's like a dollar 50 or whatever. And, and so, so really I, I, I went on the promotion uh, bandwagon, which they wanted us to do with the product. Mm-hmm. But then I also tied the product of like, here's how you get it. So it wasn't, it wasn't tied directly to 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 you had to find me and get coupons and then you ran out of coupons right yeah and 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 also they didn't set the program up where uh it was like first customer gets a coupon or like first time use gets a coupon it was like anytime you use the coupon yeah these were these were issues that big companies weren't struggling with yet right yeah. you're seeing yeah. all the stuff happen with uh, mark zuckerberg uh in front of the congressional council of like the, 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 the cryptocurrency and, and, and like, you know, you know, Hey, Senator, we run ads, you know, we actually made a t-shirt, uh, <laughs> you know, associated with that, but, but, but essentially, um, the laws and, and the way to view things haven't caught up yet. And so yeah. that, that, that wasn't an issue. And so I, I did that. Uh, I went to Texas A&M. Uh, mm-hmm. So I did that at A&M, but after it worked there, I, I went to all the other Texas schools, UT and, University of Houston, Southwest Texas, which is now Texas State, and I started doing this all across the 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 the, the region. Yeah, and so so I was you know, and so that was kind of like I was dipping into other people's territories that weren't doing anything, but mm-hmm. I had built the system. Yeah, and it was a scalable system that grew, and so 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 that 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 took me to uh, some big places, and and then kind of fast forward a little bit, I got into the um, Actually, uh, we, you and I were talking about kind of staffing, right? So yeah. I, I got into the executive placement world. Um, I really liked the aspect of uh, being having a product that I kind of had control over, and also relationships that could go with me. Like, so I could, you know, I could be in Hawaii, right? Yeah, you know, exactly. working part time, you know, mm-hmm. and and be able to do everything with the phone and the computer. And yes. so, so I, I, I started doing that and then that's when LinkedIn got started. So I was like one of the first people on LinkedIn Nice. and so started leveraging that for recruitment purposes. Cause I was like, Oh, if someone got on LinkedIn at the time and I was doing the oil and gas cause I'm in Houston and that's mm-hmm. like a big hub, medical yeah. and oil. And yeah. basically, basically if they, if they were like three to five years or even 10 years and they go fill out their profile on LinkedIn and they fill it out like a resume. Yeah. Uh, I knew they were interested, and so I had like a little exactly. alert that mm-hmm. <laughs> that said, "New new 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 person with this job title." I'd call them, I'd get their resume, I would submit nice. them a client, and then I'd make twenty percent of their salary. So look at I, that! I was doing that um, quite successfully for about seven or eight years, 
And then this big IT company that was moving into uh, from from Dallas to Houston bought me out. Mm-hmm. And then I started a, a startup, um, and I had like a non compete. And so I did I did a startup at, where I was kind of. Uh, uh, doing what Indeed did, like Indeed basically and Yelp and all these other web 2.0s mm-hmm. uh, in the search engines, all they're doing is SEO or yeah. some of them are buying ads and doing a- uh, arbitrage. But but so I got into that of, of building building um, like a, a platform there, but I didn't I didn't have the SEO chops that that I really needed. I had I was like I was really kind of doing affiliate stuff. Um, you know, I, I had friends that were doing some different kind of things, but they, they weren't, they weren't long-term strategies. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was just really learning and testing out and kind of learning the algorithm and, and, uh, had some good clients. I was doing some consulting on the side cause I was trying to get this thing going that I was self-funding. Yeah. And, uh, and, and then, and then basically, um, uh, the guy I was working with, uh, got got a, a, another group of friends out in Silicon Valley got funded like 10 million bucks and wow. we were still bootstrapping it. Mm-hmm. So he pieced out. And then I was like, well, you know, I only know how to kind of do half of the half of what we're trying to do here business wise. Yeah. Um, and and so I was like, all right. So then I just started doing some consulting, started meeting people, networking, all that stuff. Right. Doing, yeah. Starting to get on podcasts and and just really exploring. Uh, digital marketing because I had a lot of success with it when I was mm-hmm. younger. Um, uh, bumped into a guy, um, Chris Burris. He's uh, my partner now. I yeah. uh, had started this agency. He had grown the agency. He had, you know, he had a, a, another supplement company that was doing quite well. And, you know, yeah. he'd been in internet marketing for a long time. And, and so, so, you know, I just kind of came in and re- rejuvenated what, what was going on. He had saw yeah. what I had done with my last company and, you know, I, I came in and, and kind of took it over to run it. And we've, we've been, we've been growing it ever since. And, nice. and, and really, uh, for me, that catalyst catalyst was to get access or to get understanding of like, how are the bigger brands doing it? How are they building sustainable, uh, brand, uh, or ranking in Google and, yeah. and all those sort of things. And then why I was doing that, you know, um, people were kind of getting to know who I was and I was yeah. doing a lot of coaching and, and really that was kind of how the book came about is, is, <laughs> is they basically we're just like, how do I do this? How do I do this? How do I yeah, do this? Yeah. Like everybody like wanted to know. And I was everybody finally like, yeah. let me write a book and like, here's the book, man. Like read the book and then come yeah. talk to me and, talk, and yeah. uh, and then we can kind of take it to the next level. But a lot of kind of what I was talking about was very, was very, uh, foundational and and you know we do consulting we do one-on-one consulting at the mm-hmm. agency but it, it gets a little pricey if you're just getting into the business um and so you know to go to go download it on amazon for you know a dollar or 10 bucks or, or or whatever like it depends like what platform you're using or, or yeah. whatever it, i mean there's a ton of value i mean and i had read I've probably read 500 plus books um, mm-hmm. at the time that I wrote this. I was reading like a book a week. I was just diving into this stuff. I loved it. And, um, you know, my mom had worked for Microsoft. So it had just been a really around it. And so I just dove in nice. and um, and just put down everything that I knew and that I was learning and case studies from me and other case studies in the industry and what I've read in books. And so there's just a ton of value packed in there. And, you know, when, when other people kind of find it and are looking to do the same thing of, of building their brand and attracting 
uh, their ideal customer to them, uh, you know, uh, they resonate with it. And and if you've read anything, a lot of the stuff that I've come up with, because I hear the same thing from Mm -hmm. a lot of the quote unquote gurus um, over and over again. So you find that kind of consistency and then, and then you can kind of build a blueprint and then that blueprint, if you apply it enough times in, in the marketplace, you find really some best practices. And then once you have those, that really just gives you the framework to, to, to be able to replicate what you're doing and, and, and build kind of a methodology. And that's kind of what we've done is really build a, a methodology of how we, how we do SEO, what we've done for ourselves, what yeah. we've done for our clients. And we've taken it actually from, you know, we work with some publicly traded companies all the way down to like the pressure washer or the home services company around the yeah. corner, professional service, any of that. So that's yeah. really, that's really cool journey because not only did you saw what people were not doing because you were probably at an age where you had access to technology and right so you're able to apply that technology because not everybody jumped on right in the beginning they were like oh that's 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 the cool kid stuff you know you know, back in 95, you know, no, it wasn't the cool kid stuff. It was like, right, right. it's nerd, the nerdy the nerd, the nerdy exactly, thing the nerds, that exactly. was not cool. It was not time. cool. So people weren't <laughs> yeah. getting on. Right. And you know, when I, when I was, uh, when I first got in uh, internet was in 95, because before that I was in, uh, I was in Saudi Arabia and I started learning about, you know, all these different names on internet marketing. There's Frank Kern. There's um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dan from uh, Dan uh, Australia. Uh-huh. Sorry? No, I, I thought you said Dan Kennedy. Um, but but Dan who? I'm trying to remember. Uh, Dan Live, I think. I can't remember. But he's he's this Australia dude, Australian cool. dude. And he had Very the 30-day cool. challenge that he started. And I was like, wow, how are they doing this? And it, and it was just really amazing. And I remembered when Tony Robbins talked with Frank Kern. And then Tony Robbins started start getting into the inner marketing as well. But what I really see in your journey is, you know, how you saw something working and you're like, all right, this is beautiful. This formula works. It's scalable. Let's see how, who else can benefit from this. Right? No, and, I, I mean, I'm, I think that they're like, I love, I love sharing information. Also, yeah. like when you teach, you really learn it. Like, oh my God, you absolutely. You teach it you don't really, you don't really know it. And so like constantly sharing and teaching like it, it and like that, like, like that's the thing, like, like even today, right. The internet's been around 20 plus years, I think. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, yep. And, and it's still so young. Like oh imagine a kid at 20, like yeah. what is it going to be at 50? Like who exactly. knows what's no crypto going to do to it. But like the thing is it's, there's so much opportunity. Like oh I mean, God, even yeah. in Houston, like the, the fourth or however you want to rank it, biggest city uh, in the U S like, yeah. I mean, we have a huge footprint, but we still don't own the whole thing, the whole mm-hmm. market and nobody else does either. So no. it's very fragmented. There's a lot of opportunity. There's so many different, um, I, I guess, disciplines. There's so many different, you know, there's e-commerce, there's, yeah. you know, big corporate B2B there's uh, B2C there's local. Like, I mean, it's just such a big world and you can do so much with it. And it, it's, it is, it's just a lot of fun, you know? Absolutely. And, and, you know, you, you made a really good point. It is a, such a huge world. And even, you know, Houston being the fourth largest market in, 
in uh, that space in the world uh, for technology and for, you know, what was that you mentioned? But even then, right, it still doesn't have the full control over whatever it is. Like, no, no, I mean, it's very fragmented, right? It's like, very I mean, fragmented, like, yeah. exactly. You've exactly. got, you got all these different industries, yes. right? So there's, there's medical, there's manufacturing, there's oil and gas, there's home services. I mean, there's fast food or, yeah. or just restaurants, right? There's pet. I mean, anything that you have people, I go down the list. Yeah. Um, and, and what does everybody need to live? Like, you know, you got pest control, you got pet grooming, you got, I mean, and, and, and here's the thing, I'll, I'll tell you something super, super interesting. And it was yeah. really eye opening for me because I've been, I've been in this world for a while. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, sometimes, uh, and also a lot of the people that I talk to kind of, uh, through inbound marketing or attraction marketing, uh, of the content we put out yeah. are very educated themselves. Right. So I'm mm-hmm. having these kind of like high level, or I think just common conversations, but to, to someone looking in, that's not really in the space, it might be like a high level conversation. So I went to, a uh, a, a class reunion not too yeah. long ago. Um, and, and for, for like, I, so I went to public school and then I went to private school for like the last uh, two years. Mm-hmm. And usually a private school has a bunch of small business owners as parents, right? So a lot mm-hmm. of these kids are taking over their parents' businesses, that sort of thing. And so I, you know, I'm, I'm running into people I know, I'm, I'm talking to people I know. I even have, um, a, a friend, she, uh, she, we went to school together. She saw my content. She needs some help. I do her marketing uh, for her family business, right? And yeah. so, so she's going around trying to tell people like what I've done for her and how mm-hmm. happy she is. And, you know, it, it was really nice. And I was talking to some other people about what they're into. And the level of knowledge in the area of search or SEO uh, uh, of utilizing the internet to generate business is somewhat foreign to a lot of people still. Like they, yeah. they don't, they don't get it. They don't understand it. They know that they've heard some people do it, but also mm-hmm. too, there's a lot of uh, fragmented information. Let me just say that going on out there in the place. And a lot of people have tested stuff or tried people and they've been burned or it didn't work for them yeah. or whatever. So there's, there's still a little bit of uh, apprehension to dive, you know, in, into it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and that totally makes sense because uh, I've seen a lot of people, advertising and telling people, you know, get on Facebook ad. Again, you're, you're creating a small piece of content trying to drive traffic to your, to your business. But if your business website or if your digital presence is not up to speed, if, it's, if, it, if it does not show that personal um, or even an authoritative you know, presence, then people are just going to click on the ad, go to the site and just leave. So yeah, there's, so there's data out there. Yeah, no, there's data out there that says yeah. 94% of people go to a website, they check it out, they leave, they never come back. 94% of people. Right. Yeah. And so, so you, you actually gave me a good idea. We should probably, so I have a bunch of designers that work for me too. I mean, we're a full service agency. So I have mm-hmm. video members, designers, web designers, uh, you know, people that do ads, SEO, whatever. But yeah. anyway, but 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 what I, what I what I want to do is like you know that image that we've all seen in school. It's like an iceberg. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And there's like something above the surface, and then there's yes. like whatever. Like and, and people have used it for all different kind of things, and I'm sure probably someone's done it for internet marketing. But 
when you think about it like a sales funnel, okay? Yeah. And you think about what, what is that ad's intent and where is it taking them? And then what happens when they get there and yeah. how are you moving them through the quote unquote customer journey? Like who are you targeting, right? Target persona, customer journey, and then what kind of content are you exposing to them along the way? Yeah. And then also knowing that, okay, once you get them there, 94% of the time they're leaving, never come back. So, so what, where's your remarketing or retargeting to bring them back with ads, to chase them around the internet? You've probably seen that. Yeah. Where's their email automation, right? Uh, following mm -hmm. up with them. You can now do text follow-ups and you can even oh personalize it with names. I mean, there's just so much out there. Yeah. Um, that, that you need to think about that's underneath the surface like that iceberg uh, to, help, to help get to the sale or get to the uh, schedule a consultation. And even after schedule the consultation, there's buyer's remorse. There's, yes. you know, there's all kinds of stuff that's going on in human psychology along the way, right? And so you got exactly. to think about that whole thing. And even when they become a client, you know, what does that experience look like? Is, is, is the um, expectation of, of what they purchased and the value there. Like, so, and all this can happen online. Like two thirds of all my clients are across the U S some yeah. are up in Canada. You know, I got a one or two over the UK and Australia, but what I could tell you is like, nobody thinks about all that. And they're looking at it at a very, very narrow, like, Oh, this ad is gonna, I'm going to hit pay dirt with this one ad. And mm -hmm. it's just, it's like the whole, you know, most of the people in the startup space, which I was one of them is like, you know, if you build it, they will come. No, it's yeah. like if you build it and you've oh. got to have a budget for marketing it, mm -hmm. then they will know about it. And then you got to convince them to come. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? You've got to convince them to come. Very, so. very true. And, and you're, you're absolutely right. You, you've, and when you were, as you were mentioning the iceberg of the marketing, right? The, the visual brand and, found a really nice one and um it's right there's there's so much under the water that you have to do in order to get out there because the only visual thing that people will see is, is so let's say you have a logo let's say you have a tagline that's all they see but they don't know who the person behind it and you got to have that um commentary or you got to have some kind of content on your site and the one thing that i've been telling all of my uncles who are running their own websites or their own businesses, you got to have a blog. Yes. You got to have a blog so people know who you are, what your thought process is when you're designing an event, when you're designing a, um, you know, what you're doing in your business. So you got to have that, com that commentary going so then people can come and talk to you about what you just shared with you. No, I, I mean, I think, I think, I think people do business with people and, and the better that they can understand who you are is, yeah. is really what's important. So, so it can be a blog, it can be written content. Um, yeah. it can be video content. Yeah. Um, it can be sharing, uh, what's going on on social media, but it's like having a congruent story. It, it's really all about quote unquote storytelling. Right. And yes. And, and also long form content I'm seeing have a, a resurgence. What I'm seeing actually um, uh, online with like videos and, and, and podcasts, which is, you know, voice and that sort of thing is um, 
it's getting longer and longer. And a lot of people are watching a lot of time on YouTube and that's why Instagram TV came out. And then yeah. you know, LinkedIn now gives you like 10 minute segments. It's that, it's that, you know, before it was like, Hey, this picture, right. Yeah. And then yeah. it was like, Hey, your elevator pitch. And really, uh, internet is a one-on-one -on -one thing. And, and, and yes. like people are getting news, people are getting, you know, are watching TV, but, but we're seeing the shift from people cutting the cord with TV over here mm -hmm. in the U S and we're also seeing people going after, uh, or, or, or seeking out content where it's kind of like a mini series or mm -hmm. like, you know, they might binge watch a little mini series or something like that. Like a lot yeah. of people like will listen to our podcast, which are 30, 45 minutes long, like yours. Yeah. Um, back to back, you know, but they like it in smaller chunks mm -hmm. and they like to be able to multitask, work out or drive or whatever. And, um, but we're just seeing a lot more people consume content like as like an on-demand thing, right? So yeah. like you, you want to be able to go to Netflix, watch whatever you want to watch, pause it, stop it, whatever. And, and also um, people might have an hour or two hours. They don't want to commit you know, I mean, look, uh, this is not everybody, right? Like this yeah, is a segment everybody. and you, you got a bell curve, mm -hmm. but I mean, there are people out there and, and we all probably get in those moods where you like binge watch a whole season in like two or three days. But, but, but a lot of people just don't have as much time. Like technology was supposed to give us more time <laughs> and it actually, you know, made us, I guess, quote unquote, more productive, but it, it, it gave us the ability to be connected all the time. So then from a business standpoint, business business doesn't stop, right? Like Amazon yeah. also delivers over here now, same day. I mean, yeah. it's like, it's crazy. Basically the speed of business is just picked up. And so yes. people filled in the gaps and then you also have, you know, kind of the world's becoming a lot more flat with, um, you know, people working across uh, country lines and, and like it, it really, um, and offshoring and, and really what's happened is it's just got a lot more competitive and people oh, yeah. have taken technology in a way to do more and more and more. And, and that's why I think we're having some of the burnout that, that maybe we're seeing in, in some of the data points, but, but it all goes back, you know, cause we can go down all kinds of rabbit holes. It all goes back mm -hmm. to human psychology and, and how people are interacting with um, the media online and, yeah. and what they're doing with it. But people are still people before the internet, with the internet, like still people just, they act a little different, <laughs> you know? Exactly. Exactly. And, and when, when, when you have people, you got to talk them in people terms. And, and that's the other thing that people are doing or businesses are doing. It's like, oh no, you got to have a business voice. Well, that's great. If you're, if you're a big company, um, because you want to be, let's say you want to be like Microsoft or Dell, but then, if you're look at if you're looking at uh, companies um, like Ford and and Nike, now they've added the soul part, which is what people connect with, and you, you will keep going back, and you have that brand brand recognition and brand connection, and you you you'll keep going back to that brand because you have you feel that human connection with them. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's why, um, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, spokespeople, right? Mm -hmm. and, and really they're trying to identify with the traits of the person and the spokesperson. And then also like you watch these car commercials and, 
it's it, it, they're trying to elicit a certain type of feeling or like this car is going to make you feel adventurous or yeah. or safe or whatever it is. Um, but then they're also trying to put that personal identity to it of someone that you've already maybe liked or connected with. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and what people are doing now is they're just doing it for themselves. Um, yes. We're seeing that with a lot of big brands too. the CEOs getting out there. Um, and, and branding themselves. I mean, the big thing for me that I thought was pretty hilarious was like the Verizon guy. Yeah. Like, I guess they stopped that kind of that brand persona and then <laughs> Sprint picked them up. And I was like, I was like, there should have been some kind of non-compete, you exactly. know, like written into the contract. <laughs> Cause now that guy's leveraging, um, everything that he did for Verizon for mm-hmm. his brand, which is good for him yeah. and good for Sprint. But man, Verizon's got to be like, like this guy, like it's, <laughs> and that could be really powerful if you like connected with them and, oh, yeah. you know, but, but, but so, I mean, that's just what's, what's going on. People are connecting with people and, mm-hmm. um, you know, your voice, you don't want to be a big soulless company anymore. And, and yeah. really there's a lot of under like green, the green movement. There's a lot of movements out there mm-hmm. that, that are going to more personalized, more local, you know, and, and, and the internet is a way for people to connect with you um, one-on-one, but where you have that reach, right? Where you're just not running a a generic ad, but you can tell a story. It goes back to, I think, I think storytelling and, 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 and letting like, people are going to do business with the, with people they know, like, and trust. Like yes. that's what I say. Right. And, yeah. and if you can present yourself in a way that people know, like, and trust, and here's the thing, if people call me and they don't like me, well, they're not going to call me. Right. So they're we don't have to like me. figure that out later. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. but like, or they don't believe what I'm saying or whatever. Like if they don't connect with me, um, they're probably not going to do business with me. Yeah. And then vice versa. If they don't like me, I'm probably not going to want to do business with them either. Like, exactly. so it actually yeah. hel- it, it helps with like a self-selection process. It does, and so yeah. when the people contact me, um, that, that, that want to know more or potentially lurk with me or get to know better or what, whatever, um, they, they've already self vetted, you know yes. what I mean? Um, and, and, and so that, that helps speed up, um, you know, the, the, the business cycle as well, but, but it just makes for, I don't know. Like I love what I do. Mm-hmm. I like and love a lot of the people I work with. Yeah. Um, you know, clients, um, team members, uh, strategic partners, etc. Yeah. Uh, and and so now I get to wake up and do something I love with people I love every day. So like life's really really good. And yeah. and also I'm able to put out the information, connect with people, so I can. And so people are coming to me, so I don't have to focus my time on sales um, and trying to convince people of anything. Like they've already made the decision whether you like me or not. And then we can just get down to like help and grow your business. And, 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 and I can focus on that. And it just, it just makes life really good when you get to do what you love and focus on not have to do some of that other stuff. And so that's how I've built, built this business. And, and that, yeah. and, and since I kind of drank my own Kool-Aid, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like instead of saying, Hey, I do it this way, but, and, and like these internet marketing companies that do all this sales and networking and stuff like that, I'm like, you know, and not to say it's not good and there's not a place for it. And there's not like a component because yeah. at some point we'll, we'll, I mean, we're, we're 27 people now full time. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, at some point we'll probably add that component. So I don't want to like 
you know, poo poo it too much. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, but, but the thing is, a lot of the internet marketing companies <laughs> are, are grinding it out, networking and doing all these things. And I think that human connection is there, but then they're selling something that they're not doing. Mm. Does that make sense? So it's not, oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, not, it's not the networking thing that I'm against or anything. Yeah. I think it's about personal connections, but I'm like, if you're doing this and you're telling clients, this is how they need to do it. Yeah. And then you're not doing it for yourself. Yeah. Like, what is that? Like that, yep. that's hypocrisy. Like, exactly. So, so at least if you're an internet marketing company, you should be generating business through online because yes. that's what you're selling people to do. And if you can do it for yourself, that's what people want. People go, Hey, if you can do it for yourself and you can show me how to do it or you can do it for me, that's yeah. what I want. Right. Exactly. And, and, and that's a really good point for internet marketing companies and people who are jumping in, in this space of, you know, like, oh, we just, we generated 10 million per month for this company. And that's how we're doing our own marketing as well. Well, that resounds, you know, that resounds and, and you want to work with that person, work with that company. I think uh, one of the ads that I've been seeing a lot is um, the Harmon Brothers. Yeah. They quit, right. They, they yeah, are right. all over the place and they're like, they've got some courses and, and master programs that you can sign up with the, with the unicorn sitting on the squatty potty. Oh, that, and, that, that is, I mean, right? that is just pure gold. Yes. <laughs> so they've done some really cool stuff and now they're applying that, their, that their own formula for their own stuff or it, it, what's that word? It, it makes sense. It, you know, it, it lines up with what they're selling and oh there's congruency there it resonates absolutely absolutely yeah so what can somebody entering the market let's say they're they're an entrepreneur or they want to jump into being an entrepreneur what can they do what's the first thing that they should be doing to get their brand out there yeah so so a lot of people um if you're in the startup world or you want to start a side business or whatever, they're like, I got to have the product first. Okay. Mm -hmm. They're like, I got to have the product first. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to start marketing. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know how, and this is my viewpoint and like, you know, they and like your audience should take it as a grain of salt yeah. for, 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 because I'm seeing it from my perspective. But what I believe is you need to generate, um, uh, audience. Um, you need to, you know, or build an audience. Um, you need to start putting out content. Uh, you need to start building yourself as uh, as an expert or a specialist in that space. Like people need to know who you are. People need to know what you're about. Um, and you need to be formulating like a, a email list or you know a Facebook audience or whatever. Mm -hmm. So so I believe like you know by building your brand, you will get your ideal customers, and you can um, you know you'll have some raving fans that you can um, offer into your market of something that you found value. And if people find value in what you're saying, yeah. vice versa, typically if you know, you go into business just to make money uh, and you're not trying to solve a problem, you're going to probably fail. Okay. You got to like kind of solve a problem. You got to be passionate about what you're doing. And yeah. if you're those two things and you communicate your story and your message out there, people are going to connect with that. So you know, even like while you're building your, your product or service, mm -hmm. I believe you should be kind of generating that content. Just pick a platform that yeah. you're most comfortable with and then get consistent and just produce whatever it is, blogs or, um, 
you know, videos or social posts or whatever mm -hmm. um, that you're and, and on whatever platform you're comfortable with and probably where your audience would be. Yeah. And, and so, you know, that's really one of the, the, the first things that first we thing do, you, can do yeah. you know, I, and, and you got to also remember, I, I see a lot of, um, you know, small businesses, they, they, they think marketing is an expense and mm -hmm. it's like, like, I'll, I'll give you an example. I got a client that's a plumber. Okay. Yeah. And, um, their website, uh, if they were to buy ad traffic, like I use a tool called SEM rush, if, if, mm -hmm. uh, they were to buy traffic, their website was worth maybe 1500 a month and they mm -hmm. were paying maybe 3,500 or 2,500 for, for marketing a month. And I yeah. looked at that and I said, Hey, you're spending 2,500 a month, but if you just bought ads, right. And maybe yeah. there's management costs or whatever, but you buy ads, you know, you're, you're only making 1500. So you're, you're, you're not, it's not a good ratio, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I was looking at the keywords, I was looking at target persona, we did this two hour kind of paid consulting audit for them. And, and we, 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 we came down with it of like, Hey, plumber Houston. I was like, you need to rank for plumber Houston. Yeah. And they're like, we knew that. I was like, well, you know, um, <laughs> why aren't you doing it? Like, so execution's the other half of it, but also yeah. you're focused on everything else. So you got to execute one, you got to be targeted. And also, like, if you were doing everything to, to rank this, you could. And so that's what we do is we really target on stuff. And, and basically, we got them ranking because there's huge search volume for Plumber Houston. Uh, yeah. you check it out. You'll see who my client is. Please click mm -hmm. on the link, too, because that will help my client. And then <laughs> stay on there for at least two minutes or whatever. But uh, no. But um, anyways, um, uh, now their website, uh, I was looking at it like yesterday or something. Their website's now worth $80,000 a month. Wow. Google AdWords. So do you think if you're spending $3,500 a month mm -hmm. or $4,500 a month, but your website's now worth $80,000 of ad traffic yeah. per month over 12 months. And then what's the arbitrage of that multiplied by, or, or then you can work into the formula, how many leads you actually close of like, what's the average, you know, lifetime value or even short-term value of, of the customer. If, if a job's, you know, one in five jobs or $10,000 or more, like is marketing really a, uh, like a, a line item expense? No, mm -hmm. it's driving your revenue if you yeah. have if you have it built. So that's kind of what I do is I assess from a business standpoint the data analytics and then apply it to businesses. But to, to kind of I don't know how I got off track on that, but how to circle <laughs> back to to what you're saying is yeah, um, you know, foundationally, like don't invest in anything that you don't understand like we've yes. all probably bought stocks or cryptos or whatever you don't understand what it is and you don't understand what it's doing so you want to have some kind of foundation in that and i think uh my book you know build your brand mania right mm. mania it's crazy because it's just it's at a fever pitch right now exactly um, and check it out i lay out the fundamentals of how to do that if you you know you can get it on amazon or um i actually when i launched the book it's still up there i think buildyourbrandmania.com you can nice. go check out more about the book. It's a, a book funnel. Um, and then, you know, so that's a really good foundational resource. And, and like, and, and really, if you don't, it, like, if you're reading all these blogs and books and where to start, like this has got like 500 books crammed in there um, yeah. that, I, that I read. And it really is the foundation. And when people come to me for consulting, I like save them some money and I just like give them a book, right? Yeah. Um, okay. so, so I would say, that's a good place to start. 
I think YouTube taught me almost everything I know. YouTube oh my God, Academy, yeah. you know, you, uh, Udemy is okay. It's kind of hit or miss. Like I, mm -hmm. I don't want to pay for something that is not good. So like, of course, look at the reviews. Yeah. Um, you know, there's tons of books out there. I can tell you, I, I'll read a book based on the title or the cover or whatever, mm -hmm. and I'll get into the book and I'm like, when is it going to get good? Like, when yeah. am I going to find the nugget? And then mm -hmm. sometimes it doesn't ever get good. And I feel yeah. like I waste all this, but I read it all the way through because I'm like, mm -hmm. I could miss something. So I'd say, you know, if you find someone that you follow, that's good and that you like what they're saying, see who they recommend and kind yeah. of daisy chain it out. So that's what I typically do is I follow some people and if they recommend a book, I read it. And then I mm -hmm. see like, if I like in the book, they might talk about other books. And so I kind of make sure that there's some kind of, uh, uh, some kind of reference or credibility yes. that I'm building on exactly. when I do that. Um, you know, and so that, that's what I would do like on a fundamental level. I would start building content early. I'd kind of understand the internet because it isn't going anywhere unless the government mm -hmm. just turns it off. <laughs> it's yeah. going to keep evolving and growing. And, and like, it takes a while to get caught up um, yes. with what's happening and everything's moving at such a fast pace. So if you're not involved in the internet, I, I would encourage you to jump in sooner rather than later because it's only going to get harder. The moat's only going to get wider as the, yes. the big brands come in. So you got to kind of get in now. Like I would encourage you to take action and do that. Absolutely. And then, you know, if you're in the space and you haven't had success and you're trying to kind of take it to the next level, um, you know, that's uh, bestseopodcast.com. We just mm -hmm. built a new website. I like your website, Hacks and uh, hobbies.com. I, I think it's great. We built a similar website. We built it on something called a, a progressive web app, a PDA. So you got like mobile websites. Remember the dot M nice. was like a different website and then became responsive. Now apps are starting to be combined mm -hmm. uh, into a website. So we just built it on, on uh, this new platform that just came out and you can actually download it and listen to all the podcasts like as an app nice. on, on your phone. So it's pretty cool. Uh, but best SEO podcast.com, but also it's syndicated out all over the place. All over the place. Yeah. You know, just, just like you have on uh, sound cloud, wherever they're listening to your podcast, they can, yeah, they can, they find can like check yours. it out. It's, it, and it's called the unknown secrets of internet marketing, the unknown secrets, of internet marketing. We, we also call it best SEO podcast or yeah. e web results. E web results is the name of our company because we started it when the E was cool. You know, mm -hmm. back in the day, everything was a, was a E. <laughs> yeah, yeah. E now it's like iPhone dropping the I. Like I'm like, yeah. why? Why iPhone just goes? No, this is a phone. Like there's no I anymore. <laughs> like that's what happened. Like we didn't think that that was ever gonna happen. But yeah, exactly. But it did. So we're a little dated there. But but it's got a good brand and and people know who we are. Um, you know, so that's my agency. But the podcast is all free. We're giving away free information. We're going to be doing That's some awesome. workshops. And, and, um, I do know. have some few questions yeah. for you. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Awesome. What is the one hobby that you wish you got into? What hobby did I wish I got into? Um, and I see you're an Eagle Scout, so you know, you've probably done everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, Eagle Scout, Black Belt. Yeah, I've done, I did. A, I'm like really good at like structured kind of things, right? Mm -hmm. And SEO is pretty structured. Um, I would say I wish I would have learned to surf or kiteboard. Um, nice. you know, um, I really have some friends that did it. I never, mm. I, I wakeboarded. I could do some stuff on a wakeboard, but I tore my ACL oh, a, a few times and I, you know, but kiteboarding, I think I, I have some friends that are pretty good and I've seen some videos and 
you know, I just wish I, I, I would have done that. And I know it's like a great workout. So buddies that surf and kiteboard and yeah, uh, I would love that. So. Nice. I like it. All right. What is your favorite movie or TV show? Uh, um, favorite movie or TV show. Um, there's a lot of great stuff like on Netflix, like anything that kind of Netflix is coming out. It's like a Netflix um, show. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it started to change, right? Um, oh, yes. Everything that, that you, you used to like and that you like now. Um, and it also what I'm in the mood for, but I would say that the last, but the last movie that I saw, I can give you that, and I did really like it, was mm-hmm. uh, the John Wick Three. Oh my Parabellum. god! <laughs> and like, <laughs> like, like, so I mean, there was insane. there wasn't like a lot of like uh, redeeming value to that yes. show besides just nonstop action, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, but you know, a little desensitized, I guess, to, to mm-hmm. all that happens. But I saw that, like, just like awesome. well uh so next question what movie would you choose if you got to play a character in it Uh huh i got to play a character um i don't know um would you would you be like to would you like to be john wick (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if i would like to be john wick he's got a he's got a rough man yeah he does (laughs) um you know i i uh let's see um these are good questions, man. Um, I, I, I don't know. So I get, I get that. I look like, uh, Matthew McConaughey, mm-hmm. uh, with my hair. He also like, uh, has a house in Austin. And, yeah. And so I get, I get like, Hey, that I look like Matthew McConaughey quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay with, with the movies he's been in and, and to, 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 to be in any kind of role that he's been in, but also, also, um, the guy in John Wick, gosh, I'm running a blank, but you know, he was in the matrix, like all his movies are mm-hmm. pretty awesome too. Yeah. Um, and so, Keanu Reeves. yeah, Keanu Reeves. So like anything that like, like Keanu Reeves has been in for the most part or, yeah. um, Matthew McConaughey, like I could, I could see myself like, you know, like playing those roles. Yeah. Like any awesome. of those roles, I think because <laughs> like, they pick movies too, that I they think do, that yeah. they, that they like, you know, mm-hmm. and that are in a similar kind of uh, genre. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would even do freaking the car ads, like uh, Matthew McConaughey is <laughs> doing the car ads for Lincoln or something. I would totally do that, man. Yeah. Like, I, I wouldn't even hate, you know? Yeah. Like, no, that would be, that'd be pretty yeah. cool. Um, yeah. All right. Um, who is your favorite superhero? Well, you know, so on my podcast, I, we have like a little caricature. We even have, oh, yeah. you know, it's Superman, right? <laughs> Superman. But, but, but I think that, you know, Batman's pretty good too, right? Cause mm-hmm. he's got all the gadgets. Yes. Um, I'm a big fan of, uh, you know, all the, all the DC comics and Marvels mm-hmm. and, um, you know, uh, Stan Lee. So I'm a, I'm a big, we, uh, we actually have, uh, with our company, some Star Wars t-shirts. Uh, nice. We're not like, it's not because we're not using their logo, Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, but it's, you know, it's esque. We'll get mm-hmm. it's Star Wars esque. Um, you know, and, but, but yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, someone that, that, that can make a really big impact and difference and help a lot of people. I think just the motif of, being a superhero in itself is pretty awesome. Yes. Um, and so, you know, I, I'm, I'm not gonna, nice. I'm not gonna knock on anybody, you know? Love it. Yeah. <laughs> well, last question. If you were a board game, what would it be? 
<laughs> so a board <laughs> so a board game that I actually uh played a lot um mm-hmm. and I'll 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 contribute this to my mom uh in in kind of early high school um yeah. there's a board game called cash flow 101 by rich dad poor dad oh my god yes. <laughs> and and like that was like when people were playing monopoly and all that like yes. uh i i pl- i played that like almost <laughs> every week and then it got to the point where it was too easy and we got like uh, a cash flow 102 or something and oh really yeah, it, it, yeah like not very many people get it and it's like yeah. the stock trading and all that kind of stuff and so i was really into that but um you know um, nice that's I, a really I mean, powerful board game i actually uh played the video game of it when i learned about it i was like oh my god this is so cool yeah no i i i, I loved uh you know you were talking about um tony robbins like i yeah. used to go to the conferences and see tony robbins and robert kiyosaki oh yeah uh, talk I, I loved all that and also i like chess uh, my parents made me play chess when i was younger mm-hmm. and we got these life-size chess pieces so i nice. i could see myself being a chess piece you know <laughs> <laughs> nice i love it well thank you so much matt this was a an amazing, awesome conversation. We learned a lot about what somebody needs to do when they're starting out and where they need to start. So really good tips. Your book is going to be awesome. I'm, I'm going to jump on it and get, get a copy as well because, you know, I want to learn. Awesome. Learn more. Review, please. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. You bet. You betcha. Um, yeah, man. Thank you so much for everything. This is amazing. We'll, we'll definitely have to uh, catch up again. All right. Well, sounds good. Good connect with you. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Hacks and Hobbies. You can find additional information on the guest today on their website, hacksandhobbies.com. Please feel free to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on upcoming interviews with amazing guests.